Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, yes, we are recorded live tonight for the 266th time. Methinks that's a bit over five years. Is that correct? Yeah. Five times 52 is 260. So uh, this show, I thought I always thought I was here longer. But it's my morning show that we're pushing eight years. Anyway, this is Chuck Bartok speaking to you from the banks of the beautiful, long and wide-flowing Sacramento River, full of shad right now. Everybody's out there fly fishing tonight, and I'm sitting here talking to you. I must be a fool. No, I <laughs> I've got plenty of time to do that. Uh, we're joined so far this evening uh, by Oz de Soleil. Soleil. Oz de Soleil, is that correct? De Soleil. De Soleil. De Soleil from Chicago. And uh, up in southwest Ontario, we have Deb de Grand Aloe Girl and uh, Julian Perez, the lady who dynamically transformed her body through dedication and a lot of hard work and focus. Uh, Julian has joined us for a while. She's also a member of our private community. You can build it on uh, uh, Google+. And if it is a private community, invite, or if you'd like to request a membership, we will approve it. It's not a community to advertise all your great, wonderful stuff. It's a community for people to get together, ask questions, share with each other the knowledge that we have collectively and individually learned in building our own businesses. And, of course, there's a lot of emphasis today on marketing, emphasis on using effectively social media. So, uh, again, you can build it. Uh, it is a private community on Google+. Plus which is a very powerful venue, as we've talked about. And if anybody listening to this show today, tomorrow, in the f- future would like to join us, uh, drop me an email at chuckbartok at gmail.com, or I think you can go to the site and actually request an invite. Is that true, Oz? Yep. Yep, they can request an invite. So, And also, our, our people on the call tonight, Julian and Deb and Oz, if you have friends and associates, that you feel would benefit or have a lot to share with us, uh, please invite them. Uh, we're, we're, it's, it's private in the fact that we're trying to keep a certain order uh, in, in the, in the uh, conference or the group, and hopefully it will be beneficial for everybody. I know personally that the three of you have and are attempting or have had a lot of experience in developing your own businesses, each in different venues. I want to share with our audience real quick. Oz is a professional and an expert in the area of Excel, the Excel spreadsheet program. And he has a business where he actually teaches people how to effectively use Excel to keep their databases current and cleaned up. Now, A lot of you listening to this today, tomorrow, and in the future 
may be shocked to find out that there are people that have databases that are huge, mailing lists of, of what, hundreds of thousands, Oz? Millions. Millions. And it's people like Oz that can come along and show them how to make those databases more responsive by cleaning them up. And the business that he's been discussing and working on is to offer this training possibly online via webinars where people would pay a a healthy fee, of course, because it's training you can't get down the street. And uh, your sessions, your your personal uh, one-on-one sessions are what, three or four hours at a time, Oz? The uh, workshops, they have been two hours. I've done a five-hour one, and I'm going toward the longer ones now. The longer one, more productive, yes. And, you know, it's interesting. Have you noticed that if people are really serious about getting something done, the time is kind of not a factor? It's the people that are looking for the quick escape or the quick answer, the easy button. Uh, They're the ones that you don't want there anyway. (laughs) Wow. You know, that's interesting because I saw that in my last seminar because I had some serious people, and it was the first time I did a five-hour session. Yeah. And when the hour break that I scheduled came up, they wanted just 15 minutes to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, you know, you brought up an interesting point, and we will get on track tonight. I also want to introduce Mid-Southeast Texas. I have a feeling that's our long-haul expert, Bo Carlisle. Is that you, Bo? Yes, sir. That's a big 10-4. Mid-Southeast Texas. Welcome aboard. And South and Southwest Virginia, who might that be? This is Wade Harmon, Chuck. Well, Wade, I'm glad you did finally get a chance to join us, everybody. Wade Harmon. Uh, those of you on Google+, Plus, look up Wade. Here's a young man that has done a tremendous job in perfecting what I consider the most important thing on the Internet today, and that's successful blogging, because blogging becomes the hub of your total business. All other spokes come to your blog, and your blog goes out from there. So, Wade, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Wade, uh, uh, have, he and I have talked about email marketing effectiveness and how to do things uh, differently maybe than other people talk about. And Unfortunately, his schedule has not allowed him to join us for a while. But uh, And everybody, we'll go through the list again. We have uh, from South Nevada, Julian Perez. Uh, up in uh, Ontario, Canada, Deb DeGrand Allo Girl. See, I'm, I say this for a reason. I'll tell you guys in a minute. And then Illinois is Oz D. Soleil, uh, Bo Carlisle, and Wade Harmon. Uh, and, of course, this is Chuck Bartok. Um, the reason I bring up that Deb DeGrand um, uh, Allo Girl, Deb and I have had private conversation about branding herself. She's not new to the world or new to the Internet. And uh, she thought about Aloe Girl, G-U-R-L, because she is an expert in the efficacy of aloe. And uh, I just came up, you know, I, this is my own uh, ego. No, I don't have an ego. It's, I just think Deb DeGrand, her name is D-E-G-R-A-N-D, Deb DeGrand. No, E uh, on the end. There's pardon? An e There's an the E end. on the end, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and the D is a little, right? The little D-E? Kind of a, is it a French type name? Is no, that what it, uh, capital D E and then a capital G. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I don't know what everybody else thinks about, <laughs> but but the play on the words, kind of a little bit of street talk here. 
if you saw a URL and a website that was named Deb DeGrand Aloe Girl, wouldn't you think that was cool? And think of the long tail URL that is. Anybody want to comment on that before we move on to the topic tonight? Bo, you're an expert at this. Well, Bo might be. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. you wanted to uh, comment on the long, the long name of the URL. Well, first of all, do you like the name? <laughs> well, for for me, I'm always keen about URLs being the shortest, uh, as close to three letters as possible. Right, I know that. Yep. But but as far as a, a brand or building a name, a branding around what she does, I mean, it seems to flow. It seems to work, and that's actually. What makes the biggest difference? Uh, right. My advice would be is don't just buy the .com. Whatever no. you decide to do, buy the .com, .net, .org, .biz, and .info. Because if and Moby, and Moby. And Moby, yes. If you buy the top five or six, 99% of the time, people are going to leave your domain alone. Yeah. Um, so that's that. I know that uh, GoDaddy has a good, like, $36 special or something right. going for the five. And I'm going to send her my link, which we're, I've even got a better discount going. So, but that, you know, those. Okay. But the, the, the point, Bo, you brought up an interesting point. You like a short URL because is it the fact that you're on the telephone all day long with people around the world, and if you're going to send them somewhere from the telephone, it's a lot easier to say something short and and quick. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and. And the, it's harder to spell uh, something phonetically that's very long because then your phonetic words get lost in the translation. Right. Of giving, but if, if you're putting it on a business card or letterhead or, or envelopes or, or flyers and all that kind of stuff, uh, advertising pieces that are going to be handed to somebody or emailed to somebody, mm-hmm. saying a name or spelling it's not really that big a deal because it's already, it's already been etched in stone. But for me to give somebody... A domain Echo Tango Golf Sun Oscar Lima dot com, which is E T G S O L, one of right. my websites for my web design company. That's that's a lot shorter and right. much easier to give a CEO. Hey, go check out our work at E T G S O L dot com, mm-hmm. and I don't have to I don't have to go over it, go over it too much, you know. Right. And so, um, but learn the phonetic spelling of your website. You know, if you can shorten. Um, a portion of it, you know, like a, the word solution, we used SOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, as network solutions, you can go to their website by netsol.com. That's right. kind of where I kind of stole the idea. <laughs> right. Well, you, you know, it's interesting that you bring this up because of the way you market and the fact that you are personally on the telephone, Lord knows, hours and hours of the day, speaking to literally hundreds of people. What caught my thought about this is I envision a beautiful Google Plus page and a Facebook page and and possibly some of the other networks uh, with this name, which is naming Deb. We're giving the let, letting people and then the biographies and the and the uh, about section. She really gets to cut loose as to why she could actually build a story as to why that name is that way. And I don't know if Deb is going to spend. I mean, it's up to her. Uh, hundreds of hours on the phone sharing a website with people. I you well, know. and I would and I would actually you know. Double check to see if 
you know, DDGAG is available as well, because if it is, she can use that as a shortened URL. There you go. Did you catch that one, Deb? That's dynamite. Yeah. You know. DDGAG. I'll bet that's available. I'll just bet you it is. Double check it, and, you know, or she could do DDG Aloe Girl or something like that. Right. She she doesn't have to. I mean, these are just throwing names out there that when when I'm going through research for looking for a domain for somebody, I look at every single possibility, check to see if domains are available before I make a recommendation. I say, hey, these are available now. If you want them, we got to get them now. We can't be just like real estate. you got to. You got to buy it now. You can't wait till tomorrow. So, very good, and yeah. thank you very much. I'm glad I asked you that question because you took a different slant on it, and it sure opened my eyes in some areas. Um, so I hope uh, everybody kind of got something from Bo's expertise there. We were. Uh, I advertised tonight. The call would focus some more on. Uh, and these are trite words. Email marketing. Uh, it's marketing, and. Uh, also, uh, in well, I, I just picked up another book from my good friends at HubSpot. I mean, I just love them. They've been such so helpful, and we've shared so many clients in the last couple of years. And they just came out with another ebook. If somebody wants a copy, I'll gladly send it to them. And a very definitive conversation about inbound marketing. And, and this is a new. This is a term they basically coined. And today. And I think of my own history of how we advertised our businesses. When we opened a new restaurant, there were certain things that we did which would have been taking into account the the, uh, methods of outbound marketing. We're going from our restaurant out to uh, the public, uh, letting them know that we're here. Okay, selling them on the concept to get their fannies in for happy hour and things of that nature. And today, with the growth of the Internet and social media, almost everybody knows about this, so I'm not going to belabor it. Many companies are successfully now using inbound practices, which means people are searching for a solution to their problem, and they see you as a solution and come to you because they like the content that has been presented to them. And and that's one way of describing inbound marketing. I was going to have all kinds of pretty charts for everybody tonight, but I forgot to make them, so I apologize. But that book, by the way, is a very good read. It's a, not a lengthy ebook. Anybody like a copy? I have it on my Google Drive. I can share it with you. So let me know. But we talked last week about inbound uh, e- email marketing, and Julian, you did uh, start. I know you haven't made great progress. You did put on your website an opt-in form, correct? That is right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and because we, as a group that were on the call last week, kind of looked at Julian's site, and that was one thing that was not there, and. Uh, the object of the opt-in form is to have people let the, let you know who they are, and you're going to offer them something back of value. But it's always been my contention that we, in on that form, we actually spend some time explaining, either audially or visually, why they should opt into your form. 
give them a sense of value right on the opt-in form. And then when they opt in, the response that they get before they double opt-in also re-intensifies the reason they're doing it. You're reminding them again what it is they're signing up for and what it is they can expect from you. And then the first letter that goes out after they've opted in again uh, discusses how they can unsubscribe at any time and what your mission is for this letter. In that first letter, there is no... Now, this is my way of doing things. I'm not saying it's correct. There's no uh, sending them somewhere to buy something. We're, we're starting to establish a relationship with somebody who might be interested in looking at the solutions that we have to their problem. Again, I keep saying the same thing. We're assuming that the people opted in because they have either in the fore of their mind or in the back of their mind a problem and they're looking for a solution. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been on the search engines looking for something. So, again, establishing that first initial rapport, uh, we also like to the second and third letters to be very breezy, and I always try to have our clients include a survey or a poll in that second letter. And, again, offering them something of value for them taking their time to uh, answer the, the survey and polls. And I'm gonna, right now I'm going to say that I've said this to groups of people in the past, and they said that's way too much time to spend doing something when you can go right to the point and find out right away if they're interested in saying yes or no. Now, I totally agree that it is important for us to get to the close. Now, if I am in at the gas station pumping gas... I have my opening gambit and my closing gambit right there, and the people have a decision right then and there to decide whether they want to say yes or no. But I'm staring them at the face, and we're in dialogue, and I'm asking questions, and they're giving answers. That's a totally different scenario than someone online. Does anybody in the audience feel that I'm off base in that thought process? Don't all jump in at once. Does anybody feel that we don't need to spend time in this softer approach if we're going to develop a list? Any comments, Bo? Oh, Bo left um, us. I'll, I'll jump in on that. Thank Based you. Based on um, my business, and you saw what I do. Yes. Um, you saw my letters, which they need to be redone. But, mm -hmm. you know, they are already opting for something that they saw on my blog. So right. they like, let's say, my newsletter because they're going to be able to receive tips or whatever it is they get. Right. So then I send them, oh, thank you. Click here to confirm your subscription. So mm -hmm. they do it. And then I send them, well, thank you again for, you know, subscribing. Let me know a little bit more of what you would like to receive. Right. So that way I know that my next newsletter that I'm sending out, mm -hmm. I have ideas from them of what I can write mm -hmm. to keep them keep coming back. Right. So to me, that is something that is very valuable to be able to have their interaction without sending them to buy stuff 
or mm-hmm. having a yes or no answer because that way I have more things that I can offer them. And once again, having them, oh, she sent something that I was interested on and everybody will think I'm sending something that they were interested on, thus keeping them connected and coming back. Mm-hmm. You just said an important word there, keeping them connected. And even in, even be, I, I love that. Thank you very much, Julian, because even before the days of Internet, uh, when I first went into the insurance business, which is one of the most exciting and dynamic, I mean, it's just such a, I, I hate to say this, but it's the easiest business in the world for some people. But when people would say they weren't interested in making a decision today, they were still tucked away in my database or my list. And there were people that for three or four years I stayed in touch with via a mailed newsletter paying postage, typed on the IBM Selectric, and then we finally got a copy machine. Uh, You know, very archaic way of doing things. And it amazed me after tracking for several years how many people became clients lengthy time after our initial or, or, or possibly the first two or three pre- presentations. Because in the sales business, if people say no now, they may be saying no, not now. Not no forever. Because we know that people's circumstances change daily. The person who is extremely comfortable today and doesn't have time to buy Bose system today six months from now may find themselves in a position where Bo's solution is is a saving grace to whatever it is that they're doing. And this is why developing the list, that's what we were trying to focus on in developing a list, and those people online and those people offline, I'm you know, I, most of you know that I spend time consulting in the automobile business. Uh, the professional salesman that I work with, uh, you talk about lists. <laughs> they have lists where they know everything about that person because they have personally dialogued with that customer. And over a period of years, they find out, you know, how how good the guy's golf game is, what his bowling average is, what his wife likes to play tennis and all of these things, their children's names, their birthdays, and so on. Yes, that's a way to stay successful in the automobile business, whether or not the economy is strong. Hey, Chuck. Yes, Bo. I had a quick two cents. I'm going to have to run. I've got another call at 9. Okay. I've been a member of a of a program called MyPoints.com. It's mm-hmm. basically um, you you shop online and stuff, and you get points, and you can cash them in for gift cards. Well, they have a new advertising program. I haven't really looked all looked at all the details, but you could basically advertise your business through a select. I mean, you can get it down to 18 year olds that pick their nose. Right. I mean, you can get it down to that much. You know, that live in Texas, that live in certain zip codes. I mean, you can basically pick any criteria that you want, and basically you you get to send out your like a survey or an email, mm-hmm. and they click on it, and they answer a set of survey questions, and if they qualify, then they go into your basically to your you get their information, and then because uh, they fill out a contact form, then you just pick up the phone and call them. But uh, I'm, I'm I've been looking at that recently from an advertising standpoint because I've been a member for so long over, right. over 14. 
So I figured, hey, it's not, and now it's time to move into some big boy advertising. And, you know, they they have like um, several hundred thousand, if not millions of members or whatever wow. globally. Wow. So, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I've been a member since uh, July 1999, so coming up on 14 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I just throw, thought I'd throw that out there for, for anybody that may or may not have heard of them. Um, feel free to use my email address <laughs> to to get some free points or whatever for registering. So Right. Uh, well, that, yeah, that's so. if anybody's interested, they can uh, go to uh, to give you, to go to your email at Bo Carlisle at what? Gmail.com. Bo Carlisle at C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E, Bo Carlisle at gmail.com, and uh, Bo can point you to mypoints.com. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that, Bo. And uh, just another right. great way to possibly advertise us uniquely and into a target market, which again gets back to successful email campaigns. Um, targeting the people that subscribe to you is critical because otherwise you're wasting your time unless you have the dream of marketing a totally globally accepted product, which I think is a waste of time for most of us. I I really do. I'm sorry. Um, I believe that there's more money to be made in specific targets. Now, let's talk about uh, Julian right now. Julian, uh, you have successfully, you personally, have successfully transformed your body through a lot of due diligence and discipline, and you've utilized a program or two or a product or two to help you affect that. And I want to emphasize this, everybody listening today, tomorrow, and in the future. Um, Julian didn't get to where she is because of a company's product. The company's product was beneficial in helping her in her total plan. Is, Is that a fair statement, Julian? Yeah, that is a very fair statement. In, in other words, we can't praise the company for doing this for you. You did it. And that's what I think is important the way we should talk to people. We should talk to people about us and how, in Deb's situation, she is a fan and a user of Aloe. She's not with us right now. But uh, she, you know, she has a passion for Aloe. All of her content, the things that she talks about in social media, should be sharing that passion with stories and, and, and actual, exper- actual experiences, and then possibly pointing them to uh, a, a, an explanation of the ingredients and how somebody else can, can, can uh, enjoy this same uh, treatment. And uh, this is what your email marketing can do for you. Now... We talked about targeting. One of the things we just, in fact, I'm going to pull something up here. It's just Oz and Julian right now. Debbie had to go, and uh, uh, I'm going to open up a new window, and I want to go to my email place. By the way, if anybody's interested in the best, the finest, I suggest you remember this URL, Focus Society, Focus Society, dot um, dot com. That's my affiliate link to AWeber. Everybody knows AWeber, I'm sure. Um, if you do sign in, I have an opportunity to earn a few dollars. 
I've been with AWeber for nine years, and I'm happy to say that every month they send me a check larger than the check I send them, so that makes it a very nice relationship. And, and we can all do that also. In other words, you know, that, that, uh, that's available uh, to everybody. Okay, I'm going to go. This morning, one of my clients sent out to 695 subscribers a, an update from his website. Now, this happens automatically because every time there are two new posts on his website, an email is automatically generated, all formatted with pictures and everything else. We don't have to do this. The only decision we have is we do not set it on automated. We get to go in and edit it if we want, which is a good idea. And then I choose what time. Typically, it's 6 a.m. the next day that that mail goes out. Or you can set it that it automatically goes out. I'm not a fan of great automation, so I like to, uh, you know. Now, this is not normal. Only 35% people, because I do daily uh, checks, uh, only 245 people have opened the email. However, 90 people clicked on the links to take them somewhere else from that email, and we found out that 37 people clicked on the link to take them to a private treaty dispersal sale of driftwood bread broodmares. It doesn't mean a thing to anybody out there. But these people expressed enough interest after reading the email that they wanted to find out more about this private treaty sale of these extremely well-bred and fine proved broodmares and fillies, okay? The beautiful thing about the email program is there's a big green box here that if I click on that, it segments those people into a new list. And I could make an assumption that those people were interested in broodmares. So I can send those people a quickly put together letter saying, thank you very much for following through to McLean Ranches. What was it that intrigued you about the horses? You see what I mean? Or, or whatever else I want to say. Now, 30 people clicked on Another sale, Hutchings Performance Horse Sale, which is featuring working horses, you know, ranch bred, ranch broke working horses that are ready to go out and round up cattle and, and work for you or be trail horses and so on, okay? That's the beauty of what, that's how you manage an email marketing campaign, uh, how you manage your email marketing system. You just don't blindly send out uh, letters that have little to no relevance to anything. Now, I see that we still have Julian and uh, Oz. Do you have any questions, Oz, about what I just talked about, or are you very familiar with this? I've heard of this before. Okay. Uh, I haven't done it. Okay. Do, do you have any specific questions about what I said? No, I don't have any questions. Okay. So as a, as a recap, email marketing is a catch-all phrase of a method by which we can communicate with, with, with suspects first. 
A suspect is that person who first makes the decision to opt into your list. They don't know you and you don't know them. You had a brief interlude on the page that talked about them opting in and what it is you're going to offer them. When they opt in and after the first or second email and you can see through the program which where they go, how long do they spend and so on, you can actually track all of this. Those people may move up to the prospect level. And an example of that was the 37 people who clicked on the dispersal sale of the broodmares, right? Those people could be considered prospects for future broodmare sales. So whenever I came across anything, I would let them know there's another one. You see what I mean? I'm making, I don't know if that's true or not. I have to get inside and look. Then, when those people made a buying decision, now in the case of Oz or in the case of Julian, uh, when those people actually laid their cash on the line for the beginning or the complete product, you then call them a customer, correct? Now, you put all customers in another list. And you're going to communicate with the customers about different things than you are with the suspects. And I hope that makes sense to the two of you, and you can see very clearly why. Because that suspect has never showed you any indication that they even have any money, number one. And I know this might sound crass, but it's true. If they continue along with your email newsletter, you're going to assume they either love the way you write or they're interested in more information, and that's why in subsequent emails we are constantly surveying and polling. We're constantly asking questions. We're asking them to please respond to us. And then we get them to the point, you actually say, John... You've read four of my letters. Is there any reason now why you can't get started today? Okay, I mean, that's not very good English. And if there is, please call me. And that's the letter. Please call me. And there's your personal phone number right there. Or they, there may be a link right there that takes them to your page where they can fill out the blanks and give you their credit card and purchase the product that which you're discussing. Okay? Now, again, as I mentioned earlier in the program, I hardly ever get rid of people. <laughs> I let them get rid of me. I mean, there's people who unsubscribe from my newsletters. By the way, this becomes very, this is, this is very disconcerting to a lot of people. I've had people... Uh, Call me and and say, no, uh, call me and say, Chuck, five people unsubscribed from my newsletter today. And I said, well, thank God for that. That's five people you don't have to worry about. Because obviously there was not a nick there to begin with. 
Now, if five people every day start unsubscribing from your newsletter, then you have to sit back and realize, sit down and re- reconsider what it is you're doing wrong <laughs> or not well enough. Correct. But but I, I I'm going to take you to this uh, to this client's. Um, uh, let me go to their lists right now. I, I haven't looked at this for a couple of days. I don't have it memorized. But uh, let me get to their home page here in the back room of their email marketing program. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. On one of their – this started in November of 2012. One of their lists has 496 people. And in that period of time, 16 people have unsubscribed. Okay. Do you think we're going to worry about why they unsubscribed? No. No. It's not a significant number, is it? But if you only had 25 people and 16 unsubscribed, I'd be kind of concerned. (laughs) I'd want to get on the phone and call Chuck and figure out what what, what we can do to change your system, say. But but going back to previous uh, 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 updates that have been sent out, the last update that this company sent out, 54% of the people opened the email. That is fantastic, by the way. Anything over 30% open is good. On the average, unless you're talking about a segmented list that are your loyal customers, and we have some of those that open 80 to 90% of the email gets open. But remember who those people are. They've already had the relationship. They've already sent you money. They love you. And they're looking forward to sending you more money. <clears throat> but out of this 16 that unsubscribe, this is a suspect <coughs> list, okay? Any questions from Julian or Oz? No, not for me. Okay, well, you you guys have this all down perfect, huh? No. <laughs> oh. Okay, Julian, can you see the a what? list? Can you see a list being a beneficial asset to your company and its marketing strategy? Definitely. Actually, right now, the way. Uh, I've been with the company for a while, and I've been with um, my upline for a very long time. So when I first started, in the the network market, the the part of the the you know Facebook and everything was not there. So I've seen how people have evolved from you know doing the home parties or doing face to face. To right now, pretty much what they are doing, they're only concentrating on uh, being, you know, online. Mm-hmm. Some of them do not do anything else other than try to build relationships online. And once that relationship is built, then they start selling. Mm-hmm. There are others that post advertisement on um, Craigslist and uh, other search engines. Um, to get people to call them. So, and there are others that are, you know, all they're doing is email. What do they want? They want people to sign in for their newsletter. Right. So, 
once, you know, you see it many times, you might just stop and look at it and see, oh, maybe this is what I want now. Right. So there is a lot, a lot of um, of distributors right now that that's pretty much how they're operating. They're just waiting for people to opt in into their email, their newsletter, whatever it is, so they can grow their business like that. Right. Now, let me ask you, on the people that you've talked to, okay, that that are doing this, what kind of success results are you hearing about? Or is, um, any, is anybody sharing with you those truths? They haven't been shared. Uh, the, the people that I kind of follow and see how they're working, mm-hmm. um, we're talking people that are, you know, they're making in the business. I do not follow anybody that just started. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they're, they are able to do. I, I actually have one other distributor that I follow pretty closely just because I like how his blog looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to imitate a little bit of what he does because uh-huh. I think he grabs people um, uh-huh. in what he's doing. And pretty much everything that he does is he, um, based on Facebook, that's the only place that I know that he's at right now, but he does the question, um, click here if you want the answer, and when you click on it, you have to put in your email address uh-huh. and your your name in order to receive whatever it is that he's Offering, you know, whatever answer he is offering, be it at an ebook about um, food or right. Take a look at his right on his his blog. Do you know, do, do you have his website handy here? Um, I don't know exactly how. Okay, you that's all right. That's okay. Don't worry about it. What is he I on Facebook? Is. is he on Facebook? Yes, his blog, it is Nelsology, is N as in Nancy, E-L-S-O-L-O-G-Y dot com. No, N-E-L. S-O. S as in Sam? Yes. Okay. L-O. L-O. G-Y. G-Y. Nelsology. Correct. Okay. Okay. The, some of the things that you mentioned, obviously, this person is doing well. Yes. Very if well. well, it's not there. Nels, I'm, I must be doing something wrong. But is it Nelsology, or is there another letter in there? No, it's just Nelsology, because his name is Nelson. Uh huh. But he used the N N E L. S O and then logy like this shakeology. Yeah, is there anything in between? No, that's okay. It. Well, I'm not. I'll find it some other time. Okay. 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 The, the the point is, is that I'm sure that he has spent time and energy building a list. Correct. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yes. and and, and I want to emphasize. Right. <laughs> I want to emphasize this right now that anybody listening to this today, tomorrow, in the future, somebody says, "How can I build a list quickly?" Uh, you spend 24 hours a day on the Internet making sure that your opt-in form is in front of everybody in every venue. And when you say that to somebody, they said, I I don't have time to do that. Okay, so 
the reality is you want to place your opt-in form in front of people who would be the type of person, as we've talked in the past, you defined who your persona is, who your customer is. And this is interesting because I'm a gentleman who lost weight. Julian is a young lady who has lost weight. Julian is much younger than I am. I find it much easier to talk to people over 60 all the way up into their mid-80s about becoming fit. I do not find myself as comfortable talking to 20- and 30-year-olds. Not to say I can't. I'm saying, where do I feel more easy? Where do I communicate better? Who responds best to me? And that's developing the persona of your virtual customer. Oz, you know what kind of person it is that is your customer, correct? I am learning. Okay, but but you you see the importance of keeping your eyes open for this, right? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and for instance, those people that attended your uh, your seminar that were so that received it so well for those many hours. Yeah. I hope you took extensive notes about their personalities, and you know, I, I'm not talking how tall they were or how much they weighed. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but what was it? Were they aggressive people? Were they passive people? Well, okay. Well, here, here's here's what I noticed is um, I started teaching with this outfit, and they capped the um, courses at twenty dollars because they just wanted people to come and dabble. You're right. So I taught a lot at twenty dollars. All right, and then uh-huh. this last one was seventy dollars. So I noticed a whole different vibe in the room. These people were paying attention. Uh huh. They were professional people. I noticed that at the $20 level, I would get people who came to just see, Uh and then they'd fit, and then they'd go write a negative review about how the room didn't have many outlets or the room. (laughs) So now um, I've got professional people who paid $70. They were hungry. They didn't want a whole hour break. Right. And I am actively talking with them about a private session to go and talk with them about what they do. Right. Yeah. And and also you are looking for other people like that, right? Yes. Yes. So in here's the beautiful thing about social media for everybody listening now and later. If a person will take the time and energy, maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes, or an hour a day, set aside every day, and start searching for those kind of people on social media, Google+, Twitter, and Facebook, you can use those platform search engines to find out that kind of person. And how you approach them is... The simple words such as, I see that we have much in common. I would appreciate the opportunity of us getting together, following on Google+, uh, or, uh, you know, friending me on Facebook, or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, somebody says, well, what if they say no? What do you care if they say no? You don't care. Because literally, there are thousands of people that fit your persona, see? Yeah. And 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 
who wouldn't invest 45 minutes a day to grow their business? It's wow. mundane, unexciting, but I'll tell you what's happened. I mean, to, to, I get excited easily. I do this, and sometimes, like the fourth person, he likes what I say. He writes me right back and says, wow, do you really, blank, blank? And yeah, wow. Give me a call. And here's somebody that I never met in my life, never knew what their face looked like. Within 10 minutes, we're on the phone getting to know each other, okay? Guess what happens to that 45-minute time span? It's over for the day, right? <laughs> I got distracted because this person wanted to engage. Yeah. But can you imagine a, a half an hour a day doing this? A half an hour a day. And it doesn't have to be in the same half hour. It could be 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Of searching, using the tremendous search engines of social media, YouTube, Okay, you, you, you find somebody else that did a YouTube video that is of similar, you know, I, 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 I can go crazy. I mean, you know, see, I get excited, right, Julian? <laughs> Poor Julian called me one day, and I got too excited on the phone, didn't I? But, but, well, here we are now. So yeah. Thank God you did. Got all excited. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. Right, right. And, and, and you're making such wonderful progress because you believe in yourself and you're making action. I've had people that have joined this call, wrote me an email, said, wow, that's really great, and I never hear from them again because they never did anything. The fact that Julian and Oz did something is an absolute affirmation that success is going to and is chasing them. Years ago, I used to do a show with a good friend of mine. His name was Joe Schroeder. Joe was a fish salesman out of New Jersey, door-to-door -door fish selling. And Joe had created about a $300,000 a month empire furnishing training material to people who wanted to build a business. Okay? Um, Joe has since retired, but this is the absolute fact. And we got together. We had similar personalities. I was old. He was young, and it worked out pretty well. And but but Joe had had, had fixations on thing, and he was most famous. I don't know if any of you heard of uh, oh, what's the kid's name? Uh, Mike Dillard. Joe trained Mike Dillard, who's now a big internet marketing guru, and a whole bunch of other people. I won't mention their names. They were all younger than Joe, and now Joe's retired, and they're hot shots and making a gazillion dollars. Joe focused on one thing and wrote a little book, a little bury the word I can't. And he had his followers literally go out in the garage, get a piece of wood. Some people went so far as to actually pour tombstones. Some people literally bought tombstones. Wow. wow. And put them in their front yard and said, I buried the word I can't, May 29th, 19, you know, 2013, okay? Yeah. They physically declared publicly... I bury the word I can't. You guys might say, everybody on this show might think that that's kind of a, uh, uh, what, a dramatic thing, and, you know, that's phony, and that's... Let me tell you, if you go to that much effort to do something, you've put that in the top of your mind. 
It's just like I emphasize you have to write with pen and paper your business plan. Because we know, I mean, it's been proved, those people that write with a pen, not typing, with a pen on a piece of paper, their odds of accomplishing that mission is, is like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 percent greater than the person that doesn't. So again, if you just made a sign that's in front of you, if you are a person who has a problem in saying, I can't, or allowing other people to say, you can't, if you did nothing more than plaster it in front of you, in front of your computer screen, that's great. But we had so much fun all around the country. On the website, there were literally hundreds of pictures of these tombstones that people made. Wow. In fact, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, each of you, I will send you my picture, okay? <laughs> okay, all right. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll do it via email, okay? Yeah. But I, I don't know if this is on topic or not, but it's part of, if we've decided to be in business, it's our business, let's grow it. Let's find out what other people are doing. Let's take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and make it us. But there are some basic principles. You have to have a list of people. If you want your business to grow, you have to have a list of suspects that you turn into prospects that you turn, and I say you turn into customers. And those principles haven't changed. It's just the tools we use to email marketing wasn't available when I started out. But I still took suspects to prospects to customers. You know, so and it was a lot more expensive to do it then as it is today. The email marketing program that I recommend is nineteen dollars a month. If your list grows to be very large, it can cost you as much as forty nine dollars a month. But I flat out guarantee you, if you're paying them forty nine dollars a month, you're making thousands of dollars per month if you're doing the job correctly from that list especially your repeat customers. Any questions from the two of you loyal listeners before I go? Because my wife just indicated to me she's going to trundle off to bed and it's time for me to kiss her goodnight. Okay. All right. No, no, no you know, um, uh, my, my only thing is, um, I guess uh, I will get together with you some other time. Um, I need to to talk it over, I, I mean, I got the the idea of maybe shortening my new approach fitness name mm-hmm. um, because I am trying to get newapproachfitness.com, okay. which um, it's not available. It's so, not available. But when I Google it, it says it has expired on the 17th of May right. and is due to be renewed or then canceled by whoever owns it. Right, and, and, and here's what's going to happen, hon, is, is about three, four months later, you'll get an email from somebody that wants you to buy it for $500 or $60 or $90 or something, mm-hmm. okay? We can talk, but we'll talk about this privately because there's a lot more avenues for you to take, okay? Yeah, so um, that's one of the things because um, I do want to take this network I mean, this email campaign okay. to pretty much the bank's level. And you know, my blog is not 
doesn't get a lot of traffic. No, we're, the traffic. That, that's the other thing we're going to focus on is getting more traffic. And Oz, by the way, if you need a, you know, you can always ring me up or get in touch with me. Um, my schedule, just for the two of you to know, is tomorrow I'm going to see if I can get the stitches out of my severed finger tomorrow. Uh, I am committed on Friday and Saturday. I will be around most of the day after I get back from the uh, doctors early in the morning. And um, I do have a few people that are calling, and you know, but uh, Sunday looks open and Monday looks open. I think I don't know my schedule as I don't know my schedule next week yet until uh, until probably Friday. So, but we can get together and find time. I'm sure the both of us, the three of us, if we need it, okay. Okay. And then we do have the talk shows, which seem to get some job done too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're probably going to start doing some more visual. And uh, I have to get a new camera, which I keep putting off. But anyway, I'm going to ring off and say goodnight to the two of you and all of our other loyal listeners that listen to us uh, today, tomorrow, and in the future. This is Chuck Bartok from the banks of the Sacramento River saying, go out and have a great day tomorrow because you have no alternative. Thank you very much, Julian and Oz. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.